Come grow with us. The Rock is one church in multiple locations. We want to invite you to a kingdom experience filled with powerful praise and worship and transformational kingdom teaching from the kingdom voice, Dr. Dana Carson. You are invited to join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at The Rock Cathedral, located at 4101 Broadway in Houston, Texas. For more information and other worship encounters, visit therockwoi.com. Coming up next on The Kingdom Voice. Your blessing is connected to you hanging in there. If you want your reward, you got to endure your process. I, listen, I'm going to say it again. If you want your reward, you got to endure your process. It may seem like things are falling apart. It may seem like everything that can go wrong is going wrong. But if you endure your process, you're going to get your reward. God says my presence is with you. And just because my presence is with you does not mean you ain't got to go through. The following message by Apostle Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, making Him known to others, and spreading the kingdom message around the world. Check out our website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from The Kingdom Voice. In this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread across the world. The word vision has become a secular concept that encompasses goals for one's life in the areas of career, business, finance, health, relationships, and more. However, the Bible says one can devise many plans in one's mind, but Adonai's plan will prevail. So what is God's vision for our lives, and how do we connect with His plan? Discover the answers in today's message, The Power of a Vision, coming from Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. They understood that the reason God gave them eternal life was to be a witness of his reality and offer others eternal life. You can't say you have a vision from God and it, 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 it multiplies things in your life, but it doesn't replicate eternal life. See, when you have a vision, vision causes unity of community. The reason the church gets to be such a big mess is because pastors are trying to manage multiple visions under one vision. And so everybody's got their own agenda. And so we have a lot of conflict. We have a lot of offense. We have a lot of unforgiveness. And people leaving, changing churches. And now they don't even have to change church. They just swipe churches. It's convenient now. But the Bible said the success of the early church in uh, <clears throat> Acts 4 and 32. It says that they had one mind, one heart, 
and one soul. Now you tell me, how can you get multiples of people with different class backgrounds, different genders, uh, genders and uh, and ethnic backgrounds? What? And then they become one. How, how can you do that? That means that everybody has to be subject to one. One mind, one heart, one soul. Not what Dante thinks, not what Manny thinks, not what Angie thinks. It has to be one thing. And it can't be simply what apostle thinks. It has to be what God thinks. The Bible says, let that mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. When you get the mind of God, then you will get the revelation of God. And the revelation of God, Jesus said, just as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Send me to do what? Send me to get a, a, a have a success in my career? Send me to get the best and finest woman I can find uh, fit me to, get me to get a man with a stable job listen what is it he's sending me to do see when you get that right you'll get your marriage right see you get married and brothers you get married and think you going somewhere and come somebody I need some help help you to do what when you have one vision, then you can bring your kids and your family under alignment. And it won't conflict with your church. You won't have to say things like family before church because both the family and the church are under a vision, the same vision. They're not fighting one another. They're working with one another. I don't have to pitch my marriage against my church. Because my marriage ain't got no business having a different vision because vision is supernatural. <clears throat> my vision is to be a witness. My vision is to get this gospel of the kingdom around the world. Well, when I'm married, my vision it's to be a witness. My vision is to get this gospel all around the world. Well, when I'm married, my vision is to be a witness. So the first thing I do is every time I pop out a child, I witness to it. I bring my kids to the Lord. So I don't have a problem with my children not wanting to go to church because they got a vision. They got a vision because the man got a vision. The man got a vision because the church got a vision. The church got a vision because God had a vision. Oh, one mind, one heart, one soul. It was the vision that took the gospel to the Gentile world. How 
do you get a faith born out of Judaism and which cannot be fully understand outside of the Jewish culture, how do you take that and to a Gentile world and they embrace it with the same level of commitment as the Jewish person? It's vision. For the Gentile to believe like the Jew without becoming a Jew, it was the vision. It was the vision that allowed them not to be disturbed and disrupted by ethnicity. It was the vision that caused them not to be disturbed and disrupted by gender. It was the vision that caused them not to be disrupted and disturbed by class. One vision. Because there's only one Jesus. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. And God, how do we become so divided? And you talk about your vision, what my vision, what, what vision? Did God, <clears throat> so you think God created you to have your own vision. First of all, don't you know that you were created by blood? I'm talking about if you're a believer. Jesus Christ was slain before the foundation of the world. In order for you to have life, it took his blood. And you think Jesus died so you could be prominent in your career? Well, Dr. Carson, how do you have prominence in your career? You let it be governed by your vision. What do you mean? Listen, I don't care whatever it is you do. Law, I don't care whatever it is you do. You, you let it be done. You go in to be a witness. You handle your clients like you're a witness. You handle the courtroom like you're a witness. You never forget who you are. You never let career trump calling. You never let talents trump gifts. You don't compromise who you are for a dollar. Where is your vision? See, if you had one vision and it was supernatural, you don't fall out from vision. I'm going to fall out with the vision. That's what I live for. At best, I just look at you and say, you make me sick. And you say, where are you going? I'm going outside from some air. I will be right back. <laughs> That's it. You don't walk out on vision. You don't walk out on purpose. I say you don't walk out on vision. You don't walk out on purpose. This was Paul's testimony at the end of his life. Paul says in Acts 26 and 19, while on trial for his life, he says, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient, unfaithful, negligent to the heavenly vision. I was not disobedient 
to the heavenly vision or the vision from heaven. See, your visions are coming from you. That's the problem. And then you come in here and you want somebody to speak to your vision. That's where secular humanism comes in. That's where life coaches come in. Y'all don't like me. That's when you come here to hear a message that promotes you rather than what God has assigned you to do. That's what you want to hear God say, well done, because you did what he, he sent you to do. And if you're running around still talking about, I don't know what he wants me to do. Uh, what I have found to be the number one hindrance to not knowing what God wants you to do is because you're too consumed with what you want to do. Stay tuned for more from The Kingdom Voice. We'll be right back after this. Russia is on the move. Europe is burning. Natural disasters are striking and global health scares are plaguing the world. Everyone wonders why and how, but where are the answers? As ancient prophecy unfolds before our very eyes, two questions remain. Is this the end? And if so, are we ready for it? Trained kingdom scholar and eschatologist Dr. Dana Carson provides in his latest work, Dispensation 7, Is This the End? An undiluted examination of history and a critical look at the evolution of the church. This book is the answer for those seeking to accurately interpret the dangers that are currently being experienced around the world. This book will answer your most heartfelt questions and how to prepare for Christ's second coming. Purchase your copy now at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Or call us today at 281-824-4190. That's 281-824-4190. Now, back to this life-changing message from the Kingdom Voice. God came to Abram at 75. Now, I want you all to understand vision is not for young folk. Vision is for spiritual folk. Now, so it doesn't matter how old you are. It's your ability or inability to hear and see God or sense God. Now, Abraham, out of that discussion, he uses free will to just leave. God says, go to a land that I will show you. Now, here it is. What does God say? He says, I'm going to show it to you. So, what does Abram have to do? Oh, help me here, Holy Ghost. Uh, how do you go to a land I will show you? <clears throat> Some of us would have still been sitting in the earth of Chaldea. We would have still been there because you would have said, I don't see it. Well, Abram had to go north, south, east, or west. He had to take his pick. So he had to trust God with all of his heart, which meant God didn't show him which way to go, so he couldn't just sit there in and experience the paralysis of analysis he had to go. Let me tell you something. When God tells you to go and he will show, that means God says, I want you to learn by trial and error. There are some things I want you to learn as you go, which means anywhere you go, I'm going to get you where you need to be, <clears throat> but there are some paths I need you to grow from. You don't just sit there and say, Lord, I don't know what to do. He said, go. And the Bible says, Abram went. Now, 
So Abram goes, then our text says some time has passed and Abram is getting older and he's getting a little discouraged, but he's met God now in the form of Melchizedek, Melech, King, Sadiq, righteousness. He's the king of righteousness. So he's met God, the king, and he gives God a tithe, a ma'asia. He gives him the tenth part, but then he keeps none of it for himself, and he moves on. And so then the Bible says after Genesis 14, that was Melchizedek, he, it comes to him in verse 1. It says sometime later, not that day, not next week, sometime. Dr. Carson, when is God going to give me my breakthrough? Look to your neighbor and say sometime later. <laughs> yeah, see, you got to be able, oh God help me. You got to be able to deal with Sometime later. I wish I had somebody here. Uh, sometime later. Dr. Carson, listen. God told you to buy Broadway Church in 2019. He told you to buy it. And it was on the market. But God told you to buy it. And you, 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 they sold it to somebody else. And then God came to you sometime later. And see, you got to understand, it don't matter about what's happening right now. You got to be able to experience a God that's going to come by and check out and make good on his promise when? Some, why don't you touch somebody and say, your problem is is you ain't got no patience. Habakkuk said, though the vision tarries, wait on it. Thus, listen here, in the text, the first thing that the text teaches us is peace. When God gives you a vision, you got to learn how to have some peace. You got to have some harmony on the inside. And so the Bible says that he goes to Abraham and the first thing he says to Abram is he tells him, uh, is he says, fear not. Yare, the Hebrew term, do not be afraid. That's the first thing he says to Abram. Do not be afraid. Now, whenever God tells you do not be afraid, that means in the natural there is something to be afraid of. But God says, do not be afraid because I'm with you. I know you're troubled by your circumstance. I know you're troubled by your situation. But I'm telling you, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of your future battles nor your present frustrations. Do not be afraid. I am the Lord God and I am with you. Thus, he says to Abram, says the word of the Lord came to Abram to bar Yahweh in a vision. <clears throat> 
the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Mahazeh. It came to Abram in a vision. God's word came to him in a vision. The vision brings the presence of God. It brings the presence of God, a vision. Because God brings to you a disclosure of unseen reality. And this is what God says to you. I am your protector. And I am your very great reward. God says, I am your protector. Which means... You're going to go through some turbulent times. You're going to have some tribulation. You're going to have some stuff coming at you that you're not going to be able to handle by yourself. But I want you to know this vision that I've given you, it is going to cause you to need my protection. But then after you go through all the hell you're going to have to go through, then I want you to know and I am your exceedingly great reward because if you last, if, listen if you last if you walk it through if you're endure at the end I'm gonna bless you look to your neighbor say hang in there your blessing is connected to it your blessing is connected to you hanging in there if you want your reward, you got to endure your process. I, listen, I'm going to say it again. If you want your reward, you got to endure your process. It may seem like things are falling apart. It may seem like everything that can go wrong is going wrong. But if you endure your process, you're going to get your reward. God says, my presence is with you. And just because my presence is with you does not mean you ain't got to go through. But I want you to know that, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for God is with me. Wow, that was a powerful word today. Truly a life-changing word. Such an amazing word, babe. I couldn't have said it better. Our apostle, Dr. Dana Carson, preached an amazing word. And I know you're feeling a tug on your heart right now. And that feeling, that's the Holy Spirit. I'm Elder James E. Hedibo, and this is my wife, Brittany. And we're here to help you take that next step in receiving a relationship with Christ. That tugging, the Holy Spirit desires to have a relationship with you. And so if you would, and you want to be saved, and you want to know what I need to do next, say this prayer after me and let's accept Jesus into our lives. Dear Jesus, I believe that I'm a sinner in need of grace. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and I just ask now, Lord, that you forgive me for my sins. Lord, all that I am, all that I'm not, I give to you. Please, Lord, fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit. Lead me, Lord, be ruler and reigner of my life. I pray this now in Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, congratulations. You are now born again and welcome into the kingdom and into a relationship with Christ. Amen, and the angels in heaven are rejoicing. Yeah. This next step is just as important. 
Make sure you join us at therockwi.com and get connected because that next step of getting filled with the word continuously will keep you. Make sure you do that today. Congratulations and welcome to The Rock. Thank you for listening to the kingdom teaching of Dr. Dana Carson. If you would like to hear this message in its entirety, visit drdanacarson.org slash TV. For more kingdom teachings and transformational messages, subscribe to our YouTube page at Dr. Dana Carson. Hello, I'm Dr. Dana Carson, affectionately known as the Kingdom Voice and Senior Leader of the Rock World Outreach International. I would like to invite you to an extraordinary worship experience with God every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 4101 Broadway Street in Houston, Texas. You will experience powerful praise and worship, a friendly atmosphere, ministry for the entire family, and a life-changing word that will draw you closer to God. Then on Sunday night at 6 p.m., join us for our Signs and Wonders Miracle Service at our Edgebrook campus located at 9321 Edgebrook. If you're in need of a miracle or breakthrough in your life, The Rock is the place to be Sundays at 6 p.m. Lastly, find me every Wednesday at 7 p.m. as we understand the Bible with Dr. Dana Carson. In this Bible study, you will discover a greater understanding of scriptures and how they apply to your life. If you're not in Houston or the Houston area, you still can connect with us online through YouTube, Facebook, or our website at therockwoi.com. Get ready to experience the power of the kingdom. And I look forward to worshiping with you. The Kingdom Theological Seminary offers a quality yet affordable theological education for those seeking to increase their kingdom biblical knowledge. A recent survey revealed a widespread confusion about the Bible's teachings and they drift away from biblical truths. In America's secular culture, studying the truth of God is no longer relevant and some believe it should be relegated to the educational systems. In order for people to become eternally significant, one must know, learn, and understand the Bible and how it relates to them in a 21st century culture. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is designed with this in mind. At KTS, kingdom-minded leaders and laymen will become a part of a kingdom movement that is training and equipping people through the Word of God void of the Romanization, Europeanization, Colonization, Westernization, and Americanization of the Gospel. KTS is a hybrid learning experience with online classes with a focus on kingdom and Pentecostal studies as well as special weekend activities and classes to meet the needs of busy students from around the world. The master and doctoral programs at the Kingdom Theological Seminary are unique and diverse programs designed to prepare and equip you for various aspects of 21st century kingdom ministry. The hybrid approach to seminary gives us the opportunity to have various professors from around the world, such as Dr. Trevor Grizzle, Dr. Brad Young, Dr. Joseph Walker, and more teaching and equipping you with a top shelf understanding of scripture. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is the seminary of the future and is preparing kingdom leaders for 21st century ministry. 
Find out more at ktseminary.com and prepare to expand your biblical understanding. Visit ktseminary.com. The preceding broadcast has been brought to you by DCKM Partners, helping people to know God, make Him known to others, and spread the kingdom message around the world. Find out more at drdanacarson.org. DCKM, Dana Carson, Kingdom Ministries.